Not long ago, in a far-off corner of a place called the Internet, a revolution was born. Forged in the fires of common experience, the survivors of a mysterious movie known only as A Talking Cat came together. Their purpose, to dissect this fascinating failure of a film and broadcast their findings through the cosmos in hopes that future generations might learn from their mistakes. Some would call them heroes, others would call them mad, but despite the grueling road ahead of them, the group would take up the Sisyphean task and become a talking cast? Are they adventurers, sinner as a savior's or Are they demented, love the punishments, I can't be sure But one thing I do know is that the mission here to force To make your life so hard that you'll be pissing on your kitchen floor Hello everybody and welcome back to A Talking Cast The A Talking Cat podcast that nobody ever asked for But we're bringing it to you anyway I am your host for today, Dylan Reed Miller And joining me I have Joel Hello And Christopher Hello Today's episode for everybody following along at home it's episode 71, which means we are going from minute 701 to minute 71. <laughs> um, Naturally. Our system works so well, you guys. We did such a good job with this. We begin this minute with Franny in the pool. We sure do. Yeah, she's got oh, a lovely green swimsuit on. You sounded really something. excited when she brought that up. It almost feels like this, so this is the closest thing we get in the entire film. To some kind of, um, let's say cheesecake. But the only problem is I have no idea how old... Uh, the actress is Allison Sika. What's her name? Seiki? I don't know. Yeah, it's See, it, so it, I'm just not going to say gotten, anything you know. except to acknowledge it. I haven't seen that. My my thing is that I haven't seen the rest of the movie, and honestly, these are the only three minutes I've been on. Two other. <laughs> this is the third one, and uh, I, I have to say, oh, any, well, in context, it's brilliant. Oh well, yeah, any cheesecake is ruined by the fact that that dad guy is just standing right there. I don't, you know, there could be somebody. <laughs> Phil and his chin puff are truly the sex appeal of this movie, I feel. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not to jump ahead, but at a, when he leans over, you can see a little... You can, you can see that he's not wearing an undershirt. You can see a little diamond-shaped cutout of Phil flesh. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> like, it's fantastic. You can't hear me shaking noticed. my head. I hadn't noticed that. Oh, my God. Bill says, I think we better go see your friend right now. And they just wordlessly, with no protestation, yeah, they both just... get out of the pool... Even though they were obviously about to, well, ostensibly, they were about to engage in some aquatic heavy petting. Were they, though? Well, I think we've established that Chris and, um, what's his face? Yeah. The twin brother are the true romantic leads. Oh, uh, yeah, obviously. Now, that's, <laughs> there's a lot more, um, sizzle in that section of the film. Guys. But at least. Guys. I don't know. <laughs> guys. I guess you could say maybe Chris is relieved. I guess he's like, oh, we better get out of this pool immediately. Wait. Joel, wait. you okay there? Before we go any further, I just, I've only ever seen Tina and the cat before. Where is Tina? Where is <laughs> Tina? Well, Tina's showing up momentarily because okay. Tina is the friend that called Franny. So oh. they get out of the pool. We get an establishing shot of the woods because why not? Let's yeah. just reuse those establishing shots again and again. And then we are at the poor house. We've left the porn mansion. And after like, Five or six seconds of a shot of the woods. I actually Way too long. I timed it at seven seconds. Oh my god. Way too long of an establishing shot. And after that, we get a shot of the poor family uh, on their porch <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> Tina's on her phone. Yep. There who, you go, Joel. Here's who, Tina. Yes, yes. Okay. The phone. 
I've established she knows how to use a phone. I know she knows how to use a laptop. It, <laughs> a yeah, beeping machine. Who, who get the, the, get oh, the yeah, terminology. Beeping, beeping right. machine. Correct. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> but who who the hell are these other... Man, she's got... There's so much I'm missing. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> well, she's here on the porch with her mother, Susan, and Trent, her twin brother, who has recently come off of a very gay scene where he and Chris hang out in the pool. I would love it if Susan just said, Phil, I thought I told you to go to hell. Yeah, same. The- <laughs> like, stand up for yourself, Susan. I had a lot of... Yeah. I was on the minute where she where she uh, chews Phil out for being a total dick and kidnapping her children. And I, I, I go back and listen to that episode. I'm very pro-Susan after she yeah. was like, fuck off, don't come near my family again. Like, yeah. She showed a lot this. more spine than anybody else in the movie, at least. Yeah, well, except for Franny. Franny is the puppet master, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> hold on a second here. Yeah, they show up. Actually, wait, I know Tina doesn't figure very largely into this minute, but mm-hmm. I, I can't help but notice when I watch this movie, I feel like Tina may be the only person whose acting rises to the level of, like, maybe she could be, like, fifth on the call sheet for an ABC Family show or something. Yeah. Mm. Like, but, she's... Th- th- Tina has a couple of moments where I'm like, a, a human might say a sentence like that. Well, she, she could definitely <laughs> be... Yeah, you said ABC Family? That's... Yeah, I'm thinking, like, Disney Channel during the afternoon or something like that. Yeah, I right, mean, right, right. What I've seen is perfectly fine. I mean, she's certainly better than Eric Roberts. I mean, a uh, uh, Duffy, but... Yeah. <laughs> There are low bars, and there are the lowest bars. Yeah, she's not super terrible. I, I, I don't want to damn... Well, sure, I guess I do want to damn her with faint praise, but... Are people going to be making t-shirts because I'd like a Team Tina t-shirt? Team Tina. She Yeah, she rises to the top in this in this swamp. My favorite character will always be Franny, but I have... You know, like I said, I have a soft spot for women Franny. standing up for themselves and yeah. being puppet masters of <laughs> manipulative... Yeah, not manipulative, Fran- but... Franny has the benefit of kind of remaining above the fray in the movie, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, no, because she's only there basically to take a swim in the pool. Right. Joel, uh, Franny's the girl in the uh, green suit from the beginning of the movie. Oh, okay. That was the girl that everybody was all up on. Okay, okay. I understand what's going on now. (laughs) Yeah. She doesn't... Well, she's... Throughout the movie, she has been uh, using Chris to do her homework and so that she can swim in his pool. And that's not a euphemism. She just wants to swim in the pool. We've all been in that situation. I mean, you know, you meet a, a handsome guy. He's got a nice pool. Sometimes you, you got to do what you got to do. We have this shot of them on the porch. And then we kind of get like a little pan over. Phil comes running up with Chris and Franny and goes, Susan, we're so sorry, but we heard about Duffy. <laughs> and like like Christopher said, uh, he Susan does not tell him to fuck off, which she should have done. Right. Um. She launches into an exposition dump. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, we heard this car smash. It's like, we already saw all this stuff happen, so maybe don't then explain it to us. But okay, whatever. That's kind of a dangling thread because that driver is foreshadowed earlier in the movie. And then, of course, he hits Duffy. But then we don't hear about him again. The mystery driver. He's like the X factor of the whole movie. It's an M. Night Shyamalan, right? (laughs) He's a dangling thread. Speaking of, again, this is kind of jumping ahead. Speaking of dangling threads, I was kind of shocked that it didn't turn out that the the cheese puffs could somehow magically cure cat injuries. Oh my god. (laughs) I would have loved that. 
the, that, that's kind of one of the only things that could have justified the sheer amount of time they talk about cheese puffs is if they had somehow figured into the resurrection of Duffy, but they don't. She tell, they say, do you mind if we can go So we were talking Duffy. about Tina, right? Let's, mm-hmm. let's continue oh, this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tina hugs um, Franny. That's something. Yeah. Am I allowed to say, is this the other queer romance of the movie or... It's hinted at, tantalizingly, I guess. I mean, listen, I can't believe I'm trying to (laughs) rationalize diversity in media with regards to a talking cat. It's there there for us to pick up. To me, it would explain Franny's distinct lack of disinterest in Chris, even though she is using him and... It's like it's supposed to be implied that she's like trying to get with him, but there's really nothing there. <laughs> this, yeah, this movie is. Wait, I kind of want to say this movie's all subtext, but don't we haven't we established that it's no subtext? <laughs> yeah, I think so. So where does this fall? I don't know. <laughs> this falls in a queer person trying desperately to find meaning in anything that yeah. is real representation for, <laughs> for her sort. You gotta take that stuff where you can get it. Yeah, as my family will attest, I will read queer subtext into literally anything in the world. I don't. I don't think I you have that, to read so. that closely. It's <laughs> it's bubbling right on the surface. I mean, I'm also a big fan of of just like friend love that's not romantic. Sure. So whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They seem happy. That's all that matters. Yeah. The um. Also in this scene is Franny's super cool bow tie necklace. That's. Uh, it is pretty good. Yeah, I love it. it. Especially when you consider that they were, like, on the move, getting out of that pool and rushing over here. She looks good, yeah. Yeah, she got... My hair doesn't look that good after I'm swimming. <laughs> <laughs> got already. Yeah, and, and Chris looks nice, too. Mm-hmm. I'd say Phil looks nice, but I don't think Phil ever looks nice. No offense, bro. <laughs> He certainly Phil. has a look. At least he's being true to himself, man. That's all that matters. <laughs> Absolutely. He rolls along mashed potato style, runs into the scene. I'm itching to get to the ex- the most exciting part of this minute. We already talked about Tina. Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> Which is the, it's the reveal of the Stan Winston makeup that they applied to Duffy's head. Oh. Phil and Chris run into the room. We get a shot of them looking at the bed. And then it cuts to Duffy sitting on the bed. <laughs> With um, ace bandages loosely wrapped around his head. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> oh my god, it's amazing. It is. Actually, that's kind of why we're lucky to do this minute. Because it's one of the greatest things in the movie is they come in and see the cat. Just yeah. The cat is almost as sprightly as, as Duffy gets. <laughs> with some fantastic, just some little, a little uh, sousson of bandage around his head. It's worth noting that Susan has now said... The vet tried to make Duffy as comfortable as possible after being hit by a car. And what that entails is by applying he garbage looks to totally his cranium. fine and just has ace bandages wrapped around his head like some kind of like fifth grader's mummy costume. That's true. Like his pelvis wasn't crushed or anything. I didn't get a good look, but it, it kind of looked like somebody... I don't, I don't even know it was wrapped around. It looked like the scenes, oh someone said action, and somebody realized, oh, wait, there's supposed to be bandages, and they threw them on the cat real quick. <laughs> yeah, it does look like that. It's more accurate to say that the bandages are near his head than yeah. on his they're, head. Absolutely. They're draped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's oh. aesthetic, you guys. A nice chiffon <laughs> oh of bandages. And you get, this is uh, Eric Roberts' oh. only con- contribution to this minute. He he delivers his, the dialogue. Uh, uh. <laughs> 
Roberts's voiceover starts going, rrr, rrr, rrr. <laughs> and Chris, Chris and Phil are just standing there looking vaguely concerned, which makes me feel like they can hear this. And they're like, wait, did the cat get brain damaged? Under the rules of the, the talking cat multiverse, they, they can't hear him though, right? <gasps> they no. can't. Oh no, I'm saying their reaction to it makes me feel like they can Oh, it can implies that? that maybe they could. Think of how oh sad it God. is that once he's used up his conversation with you, all of his Oscar Wilde-esque um, bon mots just go to waste. He just, everything, every little witticism he drops from then on is just, just dropped into the void. Oh it's kind of tragic. The void of his mouth, or? <laughs> the, yes. the little pulsating diamond on his face. I've said this many times, the void mouth is literally my favorite part of this movie. <laughs> It's great. Um, the, hey, have you? Uh, forgive me if um, any previous guests or hosts have explored this, mm-hmm. but have we considered that maybe Eric Roberts is nailing it? Like <laughs> the inner monologue of a cat would, if you think about it, it would probably be lethargic and self-satisfied and non-committal. And it's possible that Eric Roberts is absolutely nailing it. I haven't been on any minutes. I don't think that I've discussed that. Although I've been on so many at this point, I. But let's definitely explore this. Yeah, no, I can I can feel that. I'm not a super cat person, but <laughs> from what I've experienced with cats, that seems about right. If you could actually hear the thoughts of a cat, you'd be like, oh, this bastard. He seems like he's going to fall asleep, and he hates mm-hmm. us. Let me ask one of my cats over here real quick. <laughs> yeah, he's just ignoring me, so you're probably right. Yep. <laughs> Inside, he's going, oh. Oh. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, you you know, with that that particular sound of the thing going on, I I wonder if maybe they didn't plan on showing the cat, and that's why uh, on top of that, why his bandage thing was uh, pretty terrible. But they just had so much so much dialogue of Eric Roberts saying what he was going, you know, blah blah blah, and then <laughs> it's like, well, we gotta use this somewhere. Yeah. Oh my god. Just like they, just they reappropriated the porn set, they reappropriated the noise Eric Roberts had made on the porn set. Oh my god. No, no, no. <laughs> I did not want to think about that. Why have you done this? I mean, I've had oh plenty god. of erotic Eric Roberts fantasies, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Lord knows we all have. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, we get the shot of... Um, Chris and Phil again, and they are, uh, you know, they've got their arms around each other. They're being very comforted. They're clearly distraught that these bandages have not been properly applied to this cat that has spoken to them a couple of times and was wandering around their pool area. They're very close with him, definitely. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They only, they've rushed over here to just drink in his his majesty of Duffy for about eight seconds. And then yeah. off they go. And then Chris like leans onto his dad, which is I think the most affection we've ever seen him show Phil. It's bringing them together already. The it's true. He's a good cat, Dad. What does he say? Yeah, no, that's what he says. He's, he's a, a good cat. cat. He's a good cat. All and evidence then to the contrary. And then Phil just kind of nods solemnly. <laughs> and then they just walk off. <laughs> I, well, Phil just walks off, and Chris kind of like reluctantly like. Ooh. It's very subtle, but Phil does the classic thing that I can remember from like high school plays where you can kind of see him stop walking away 
once he's once he thinks he's out of the shot is very subtle. He he just kind of like oh yeah. <laughs> He said, yeah, he was just like, got it, oh nailed God. it. <laughs> <laughs> Next take. Amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, and our final shot for this minute is just Duffy rolling around in bandages. <laughs> it's more writhing. Oh, my God. Like, and more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my fucking God. It's great. The um, yeah, the the bandages are are, are a gift. I just it's think the, the image of the bandages is one of the indelible uh, screen images that this film uh, gives it gives everyone. If we had to pick, if we had to pick a couple of shot a couple of shots that just encapsulated this movie as a whole, right? One of them would. Be- <laughs> I would say, I would say Duffy and his bandages. Yep. I would say the cat's butthole going out the uh, screen door because that <laughs> happens like ten times. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I would say picture of some scenic location. Yeah, a random scenic location. <laughs> that statue with the boots from the beginning. Yep. Yep. <gasps> and uh, Chris and Trent in the pool, probably. Oh sure. Oh, Wait, yeah. what about um, Phil's chin puff? Does that count? Oh yeah. <laughs> Actually, when I think sh- of this movie, weirdly enough, I think of I think of um, Su- Su- it's Susan, right? What's mm-hmm, her name? Susan. Mom. Susan just hauling the cheese puffs out of the oven with her <laughs> hands that are so callous that they don't even feel it. Amazing. <laughs> I don't oh, know what fuck. you guys are talking about. <laughs> oh, the, um, Christ. So I guess this is the end of the movie and Duffy dies, right? Yep. Rip, rip in peace, Duffy. Um, That's it. Yep. That's a end. wrap on Duff. Uh, well, no. But it is a wrap on this minute. So before we sign off, do you guys have any closing thoughts about minute 70? Um, it was kind of an action-packed minute. Mm-hmm. It was emotional. It was, dare I say, kind of sexy. It had a little of everything. I still have no idea what the hell is going on. Where, what, what's <laughs> Tina doing? Tina? <laughs> Tina? <laughs> Listen, Joel, I've seen this whole movie several times through, and I still barely know what's going on at any given minute, so you're not really missing that much. Yeah, okay, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I Dare I say, I'm going to go against the stream here and say, there are moments when I, I'm i watching a talking cat, and I and I think to myself, this is approaching competence. Mm. Like, like, there are just like sequences where I'm like, okay, that shot followed logically from the previous shot. And like that's kind of surprising when you think about <laughs> for about this movie, yeah, the movie as a whole, yeah. For for this movie, anything that is an abject failure comes as a surprise to us. I feel yeah. like. Yeah. You, know, you guys are just big fans of this David Dakota. What's his name? Fan Dakota. club thing going on. I ain't joining your train. This movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note uh that brings us to the end of the minute so um thank you again for joining us and uh we'll see y'all next time thank you for listening to this episode of a talking cast if you'd like to stay up to date with our episodes you can follow us on twitter at a talking cast like us on facebook or find new episodes of the show on itunes soundcloud or stitcher bye-bye minute by minute
That's what they'll be diving in to shed some clarity on this hilariously failed attempt. So grab a friend and crack a beer with them and listen in. The talking cast is about to begin. It's a Episode 71 of The Talking Cast. Your host was Dylan Reed Miller, with guests Joel Torres and Christopher Sheriff. Edited by Darren Husted. Music by Casey Trimble. Voiceover by John Kovaleski. Artwork by Josh Hollis. Executive producers Sarah Cantor and Darren Husted. Copyright 2015. All rights reserved. This podcast is not affiliated with Rapid Heart Productions. A Talking Cat is owned by Rapid Heart Productions. No infringement is intended. The resurrection. Ooh, I like that term. Duffy is like a Christ fixture. Yeah. Well, you know, he's <laughs> he's on death's door. <laughs> no, no, I love it. Duffy is Duffy yep. is now Jesus.